This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500 Bracing for Monster Ian. That is huge. Get out. Right now. The mass exodus. Even kittens and chickens. We're out of here. We're going to Orlando. But this family is staying put. And the emergency go bag everyone should have. Some water and non-perishable foods. Then there's a baby in the shed. Who would abandon a baby? And the homeowners who found the girl. What condition was the baby in? And becoming Gabby Petito. He said I need to calm down. How close is the new movie to the case that riveted America? We've been fighting all morning. This morning we were just fighting. Plus, what happened to my skin? They really don't know why I'm changing colors. Why did his complexion go from this to this? Then, he built a giant nuclear bunker. But did it make his mansion a target? His dream home became the scene of an unimaginable nightmare. They've lived a nomadic lifestyle since the awful night. Plus, real life Little Bo Peep. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is a wait-and-see game in Florida as Hurricane Ian creeps towards the U.S. coast with expectations that it will be at least a Category 3 storm when it makes land. Sarasota, Florida, about 60 miles south of Tampa, is apparently in the bullseye. More than 3,000 National Guardsmen have been activated. Millions are evacuating, and time is said to be running out. But, as Stephen Fabian reports, some residents have decided they're hunkering down. Florida's highways are jammed with traffic as thousands scramble to get out of the path of Hurricane Ian. Get out. Right now. Okay? Everybody needs to go. From space, you can really see the massive size of Ian growing in power by the hour. That is huge. NOAA released footage from their Hurricane Hunter plane flying into the eye of the storm, the crew buffeted by the high winds. 
The outer bands of Ian already hitting Miami today, pounding the city with rain. Storm drains bursting at the seams. Tampa's airport will shut down. Evacuation orders are in place for hundreds of thousands of people. Cruise ships rerouting, ports shutting down. Aviation officials are now warning flights could be disrupted for days. We're out of here. We're going to Orlando. This woman evacuated with her pets. These students are heading north as 10 colleges along Florida's Gulf Coast cancel classes. The Red Cross showed us how to put together a hurricane go bag. Some water and non-perishable foods like canned stuff and food bars like this. Also maybe a pair of work gloves with some duct tape. You can use that for all sorts of things. A light source, flashlight with extra batteries. Many like Clearwater homeowners Jack Kelly and Kelly Schmidt are staying put. We tied the boat down, took the cars to parking garages, helped neighbors all day long moving their cars and making sure they were safe. It's a Eight-story building. I'm on the seventh floor. Hopefully, the water doesn't get that high, so I think I feel pretty safe. It's challenging for those choosing to ride out the hurricane. The parking lot is full. There's a line of cars to get in. The shelves empty. At this Home Depot in Tampa, red gas cans and generators in those large yellow boxes are flying off the shelves. This is this morning's track. Native Floridians like Jen Hoskins have been through dozens of hurricanes over the years. Her survival tips are going viral. Your advice was to mimic your neighbors. Why? Anybody who's been on your street for more than five years has been through their fair share of hurricanes or tropical storms. If they panic, you can panic. If they're evacuating, you should probably evacuate. However, if they're just kind of holding on and they look at it like they're not really too worried, that can give you a little bit more peace of mind. Tampa's biggest amusement park, Bush Gardens, shuts down Wednesday, as will Disney World in nearby Orlando. Meanwhile, the projected path of the storm has changed again. Now it looks like Sarasota will take a direct hit. It is such a big storm. The wind will be an issue all the way up into the panhandle, down through the Keys. So if it makes landfall in Sarasota, everybody in the state of Florida is going to feel the impact of this storm. Today, President Biden said his administration is, quote, on alert and in action to help the people of Florida. A heartbreaking situation about an hour outside of Houston where a couple woke up to the dog barking outside. They went out to investigate and they found a baby girl in their shed. And there are plenty of questions about how that little girl ended up there. Archie the dog is barking like crazy. He's heard something in the garden shed. The homeowner comes over to investigate. Then he makes a startling discovery and yells to his wife to call 911. She's on the phone as she comes over. So what's causing all the excitement? There was an abandoned infant in the shed. The stunned homeowner cradles the child and takes her to the house. Then she wraps the girl in a towel and cuddles her as they wait for first responders. The ambulance gets there and takes the nine-month-old to a hospital in Houston. I picked her up and cradled her to me and she went right to sleep. Catherine and John McClain tell me they were stunned by their discovery. When I opened the door up, the baby was laying there on the floor right by a little motorcycle. She didn't cry. She just sort of looked up and, you know, smiling at me. What condition was the baby in? She had bruises all over, all over her body pretty much. She looked so tired. Doctors determined the child also had a broken leg. 
Cops say the child's father has been charged with abandoning his baby. The McLean say that's him trying to steal their car in his underwear. Their surveillance cameras also caught this image of the father and daughter. They say they're just glad Archie, the schnauzer, raised the alarm. Might have been hours for we gone out there. Then she would have been in that hot shed all day. The baby's mother has been with her in the hospital. She called the couple who found her to say thank you. This fellow was dealing with a baffling medical mystery. What is changing his skin color? It's been getting darker and darker. We spoke with the dermatologist to find out what's going on. Here's Amber Cagliano. This man's darkened skin color is at the heart of a jaw-dropping mystery. This is his normal complexion, seen in a photo with his wife, and now he's several shades darker. Like, this is my hand, and this is his. This is me, and I'm dark, so as you can see my suntan right there from my watch. Like, I'm dark, but he is literally, like, pencil gray. Yeah. He looks like lead. He shared his condition on TikTok, and it's creating a storm of intrigue. Our faces, like... Look at the difference. What is going on here? Total strangers are throwing all sorts of questions at him. And do you take any precautions now? I am. I have to wear a special hat, special gloves. Tyler Monk is 34. He lives in Louisiana. Monk told Inside Edition today that his complexion began to slowly change after he started taking the antidepressant Prozac last year. Where did you notice your skin changing color? My wife started to notice on my face and on the, the, my neck, my ears, and also my hands are real bad. Over time, he got even darker. He says his doctors are baffled. The fact is they really don't know why I'm changing colors. We showed the video to nationally prominent dermatologist Dr. Doris Day. It could be photosensitivity from that medication or another chemical that he's been exposed to. How scary to see your own skin change color like that. Uh, it's pretty scary. It's just stressful not knowing really what's going on and why my situation hasn't improved. The father of two is now reaching out on social media wondering if anyone out there is experiencing the same startling transition. We have found two other guys that... Uh, have the same thing as him. In fact, Tyler's got a Zoom call planned to talk with those two people with the same condition. He's hoping he'll get more information. Barely a year after 22-year-old blogger Gabby Petito was found murdered in Wyoming, a TV movie is coming out about the case. We've got your first look at the film, which recreates that story, which captivated the nation. He said, I need to calm down, yeah. It's your first look at the eerie recreation of Gabby Petito's encounter with police just days before her murder. The movie scene looks just like the real police body cam. It's hard to tell the difference when the cops pulled over the van that Gabby and her fiance, Brian Laundrie, were driving after a witness reported a domestic dispute. This is how it happened in real life. This is how the movie depicts it. No, this morning we were just fighting and he wouldn't let me in the car. The Gabby Petito story, airing on Lifetime, is said to reveal new insight into their doomed relationship. And Inside Edition was behind the scenes. Actress Skylar Samuels plays Gabby. Side by side, the similarities are striking. Actor Evan Hall was cast as Gabby's fiancé turned killer, Brian Laundrie. He also bears an uncanny resemblance. That's the actor, and that's the real-life Brian Laundrie. 
Hello, hello. It was just one year ago that Gabby's remains were found after she set off on a cross-country adventure with laundry and suddenly went missing. After a nationwide manhunt, Laundry was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Cops say he strangled Gabby. It's a huge responsibility for us to portray Brian and Gabby. I think it, an important distinction we've tried to make is that Brian and Gabby aren't characters, they're people. We've been talking a lot about this being a cautionary tale. Some are questioning if it's just too soon to make a movie about the tragic case that riveted America. The disappearance of 22-year-old Gabby Petito is now national news. Every day I think about Gabby's parents and I am heartsick every day that they have to deal with every parent's worst nightmare. The actors are wearing purple ribbons to remember Gabby and they say they hope their movie does justice to the young woman gone much too soon. My hope is that my portrayal of Gabby reminds them of the fierceness of their daughter, that she was a fighter, she was not a damsel in distress, and that she deserved so much better. The Gabby Petito story premieres Saturday on Lifetime and then will stream on Sunday. This man built a massive bunker in his luxurious home, ready to ride out whatever misfortune might come in the future. But prosecutors say that bunker made him a target, a magnet for a man terrified over the prospect of nuclear war. Les Trent has the story of the bunker and the man who says building it cost him the most precious thing in his world. It's a magnificent multi-million dollar home. Nine bedrooms, ten bathrooms, a six-car garage, a pool, and 200 acres. And it's owned by former Kentucky State Legislator Wesley Morgan. I will protect my family, and I will protect my property. That's what they'll get. He meant it. He even built this nuclear bunker three stories underground, stocked with years of rations. But this doomsday bunker turned his dream home into an unimaginable nightmare. Prosecutors say this man, 23-year-old Shannon Gilday, believed a nuclear war was imminent and wanted that bunker for himself. Morgan and his family were awakened at 4 a.m. by a chilling noise. I heard that, 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 that. I, I told my wife, I said, my God, that's, that's gunfire. Uh, and I saw this guy coming down the steps. The gunman shot Morgan's 32-year-old daughter, Jordan, 11 times, killing her. And I said, why? And at that time, he drops, he drops the AR-15, hits me twice in this arm. Let me see your arm? It's, it's me twice in, in this arm. What a nightmare. You must have been scared for your life. I knew I was going to be killed. I, I, I knew it. And my whole goal was to stop him from executing my wife and my young daughter. The gunman fled when Morgan fired back. I tried my best to shoot him in the head. And I missed him. Shannon Gilday was captured six days later. His attorney says he's a troubled young man who had a tragic break with reality. Morgan, his wife, and 15-year-old daughter now live in an RV similar to this. They cannot bear to return home. We found Wesley Morgan, his wife, and surviving daughter camped out far away from Kentucky here in the Northeast. They've lived a nomadic lifestyle since the awful night of that home invasion, and he doesn't want his family or their luxury RV shown on camera out of fear their lives are still in danger. I have to carry 
with me all my life that if I hadn't built that shelter, would Jordan be alive today? I think she would. Gilday's attorney had wanted him to plead guilty by reason of insanity, but that was rejected by the judge. He's due back in court next month. It was a space maneuver ripped right from a movie script. Use a rocket to reroute an asteroid. You may have heard how NASA is doing some tests to see if they might be able to intercept an asteroid headed to Earth. Well, this is the moment of jubilation when scientists realize they hit it. Oh, my goodness. Eight, yeah. Seven, oh, six, wow. History was made last night when a NASA spacecraft deliberately crashed into an asteroid four million miles away. There was jubilation and high fives from Mission Control as the tiny space probe that was launched from the Earth a year ago hit its target. It will be several days before NASA determines if the mission succeeded in knocking the asteroid off course. Spacecraft was traveling 14,760 miles an hour when it hit the asteroid. Now watch as a jogger is followed by about 100 sheep. In the video, which somebody said to Ricky Nelson's, I will follow you wherever the runner in this French countryside goes. The sheep are sure to go. Hard to believe the herd got lost. And they obviously thought that the runner was the shepherd. So we're going to call her little Bo Peep trying to lose her sheep. Back with more after this. Next, Kelly Ripa tells all what she's saying about her real relationship with Regis Philbin. It's not true. I mean, none of that was true. And hop along, Kim. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Kelly Ripa's opening up about when she started co-hosting live with Regis Philbin. She says while she learned a lot from the TV legend, she felt when she started, it was clear there was only one boss. Ripa says the chapter in her book about Regis was the hardest to write. It's complicated. That's how Kelly Ripa describes her relationship with the late Regis Philbin. Ripa spoke about her new book, Live Wire, long-winded short stories on CBS Mornings. You talked about your relationship with Regis and how the show ended and how, you know, Regis, of course, is no longer with us. It seems like you wanted to set the record straight because back then... You were kind of vilified in, in terms of, you know, Regis was asked a couple times if you've been on the show. You did leave the impression that he was never invited back on the show, and that there was bad blood. And you said, no, that really is not true. No, it's not true. I mean, yeah. none of that was true. And what was so baffling to not just me, but to us as a show was that he'd been invited back. He'd been invited back to host. Yeah. Kelly says fans assumed she had a close relationship with Regis, but she did not. We did not have this 
close friendship that was assumed, I have still enormous respect for him. And I truly think he is still the greatest storyteller of all time. And I loved working with him. I thought it was a unique experience. I learned so much. Rippa and Philbin co-hosted live from 2001 to 2011. In the book, she recalls the day she was offered the job as Philbin's partner when her agent told her, quote, they want you to know who your boss is, referring to the late Philbin, writes Rippa, it was very ominous and it did not feel good. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, this is had- so nice of you. Rippa's book was released today. Right now it is number two on Amazon's bestseller list. Still to come, hop along, Kim. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Kim Kardashian was not able to walk into a big fashion show, so she hopped. Call her Hop Along Kim. Kim Kardashian's body-hugging silver Dolce & Gabbana gown is so tight, she can't move. So what does she do? She hops up the stairs. Hippity hop she goes. And getting into this SUV was a whole other ordeal. Now that's a commitment to fashion. And drama in the ballroom on Dancing with the Stars. Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger's lookalike son, Joseph Bena, wearing a surgical mask on the dance floor? It's because his pro dancer partner, Daniela Karagach, tested positive for COVID after they practiced together all week. Oh, why can't my dreams come true? So Joseph masked up and danced with a backup dancer instead. Speaking of dancing, when we come back, where do you see some teachers' smooth moves? Finally today, school spirit to the extreme. It's a homecoming dance routine like no other. Those aren't just cheerleaders dancing. The teachers are busting a move, too. Check out the teacher in the yellow pants. She can really move. Go team. And go teachers. That's Inside Edition for today. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.
The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Wondery Plus.